Hi, I'm Courtney Asmine, and you're listening to the Minnesota Music Shakedown. Welcome to the debut episode of the Minnesota Music Shakedown, a podcast dedicated to spinning some of the best original Twin Cities and beyond area music. Featured this week are songs by Hitchville, Courtney Yasmine, The Swangos, new music by Pamela McNeil, catch up with Minnesota blues harp legend Boom Boom Stevie, and answer listener questions. I'm your host, Mark Sterry, and thank you for supporting live and local music. Hey everybody, this is Matt from Hitchville, and you're listening to the Minnesota Music Shakedown.
That was a new rockin' single by Pamela McNeil called Heavy Lifting of her upcoming record, Neon Lighting. Cool music video to go along with that one as well. Check out her website at PamelaMcNeil.com. Some shows she has coming up are August 25th, 26th, and 27th, Rumors and Dreams and Music of Fleetwood Mac and Chanhassen. Also September 8th with the fabulous Armadillos, What's Going On, songs from the Vietnam War era in St. Michael, Minnesota. Up next, we have my buddies Matt and Heidi from the popular Minnesota a country rock band Hitchville with the song Love is the Road off their 2016 release Soundtrack to Life. Some upcoming shows for them are Sunday, July 31st at Lord Fletcher's in Spring Park, Thursday, August 4th at Wee Fest in Detroit Lakes, and Saturday, August 13th at the Iowa State Fair. Go to the website welcome to Hitchville.com for more information.
recently had the opportunity to catch up with Minnesota blues harp legend Boom Boom Stevie. Listen to him tell the story of how he started out as a jam player to being inducted to the Minnesota Blues Hall of Fame. Following will be his song Tough Love off his 2009 release of the same title. Check out Boom Boom as he conjures up Huey Lewis on October 27th. Heart and Soul, the music of Huey Lewis at Chart House Live. Follow him at Steve Vonderhaar on Facebook. So, Boom Boom, who are some of your favorite local harmonica players, your contemporaries? Well, coming up, Linwood Slim and R.J. Michaud and Curtis Blake. I would follow those guys to almost all the gigs that they had, you know. And I would go see them. And actually, the first guy to ever invite me to play on stage was R.J. Michaud. And he was a very encouraging guy. And I was you know, so thrilled to like be on stage for the first time and be able to hang, you know, at least for one song or two. Cool. Are you involved in the blue society when you have all those like harmonica nights with all these harmonica players playing tributes and stuff? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I've done all of them and I don't, I'm not quite sure how many there've been, but I've done all of them except for maybe two. Really? Yeah. And I think the first one, the genesis of it was Willepski's back at the old Willepski's Blue Saloon on on Rice and Dale, just down the street, really. I don't think it's there anymore, but they had a harmonica contest. It was more of a contest than just, a, um, you know, a bunch of people playing their own stuff. And I drove down from St. Cloud. I, I'm going to say it was uh, like... 80, 79, 80, something like that. And uh, I drove down from St. Cloud. There's only three people in the contest, and I ended up winning it. Really? I got a little trophy handed to me by Ted Wolepski. And that was a big moment just to give me confidence that I was doing something right. And the uh, then when they, then later on, not too many years later, uh, Whiskey Junction, the management at Whiskey Junction, saw, I think, kind of a marketing opportunity and a money-making opportunity to have these harp shows. And they would have, um, what, eight, six to eight, ten harp players play, usually with a house band. And and they became big events, really. They were really well attended. And people loved them. I know they also had a guitar one. But it seems like it may be a keyboard one as well. But it seemed like the harp ones were the ones that endured and the ones that people uh, really resonated with. That's awesome. So you take, like, Buddy Guy and Junior Wells, like a harmonica player and a guitar player that mm-hmm. just worked together, recorded together, jived well together. Who, is one of your, who are some of your go-to guitar players that you jive well with live? Uh, Kit Kildall. Uh, I'm in a... Band of Kildall and Vonderhaar. We had a band called Working Without a Net. Um, we wa- um, we were sent by the Minnesota Blues Society down to Memphis as a duo, uh, and did that. He's just a really he's a harp player as well, but he also plays really good guitar, and so love to play with him. Um, we are, we're in a band now, and just did a festival last uh, weekend, and the name of that band's Bad Liquor Management. <laughs> and so some of my Mankato friends and St. Peter friends down there. 
That's so awesome. I love playing with him. He know because he plays harp and guitar. He knows really well how to accompany harmonica. And you were also inducted into the Minnesota Music Hall of Fame in 2016, right? Uh, Minnesota Blues Hall. Minnesota of Fame. Blues Hall of Fame. Yeah. How did that go about? How do you, how does that even happen? I really didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I you know. I, I was a member of the, and I am a member of the Minnesota Blues Society, and it used to be that ballots, ballots would come out, and there'd be like three or four names for every category, performer, sideman, whatever. And, um, and I just uh, was at the State Fair performing with Good Time Willie, and uh, two of the ladies from the Blues Society asked if they could talk me on the break, and they just said, hey, we want you to be uh, the recipient of the uh, Sideman category for Blues Hall of Fame. How could I say no? Said you don't live here no more. Tough love, tough love, tough love, tough love. The only love for me. When I went to work, just to talk to my boss, I had a story about all that I lost. He said that he liked me back when I was. Changing boy, now your fire's tough love. Tough love. Tough love, tough love. The only love for me.
to order up my favorite meal. The bartender said, Hey, you've been 86. Tough love. Tough love. Tough love, tough love. They only love her for me. talk about my podcast sponsors a big thanks to id chrysler zombrota and the bdl club for sponsoring my podcast for so long and continuing to do so in the future i hope anyway i'll start with id chrysler i i got the idea to contact them through tom mishke who's been on my podcast because he had fury automotive as one of his podcast sponsors so i thought i just bought this jeep from id chrysler in pine city so i stopped up there to see if like to sponsor the show i met manager monir and ran the numbers by him, and he decided to do it, and they've been with me ever since. They've actually moved to, if you've heard the other podcasts, they moved to Zumbroda, Minnesota, and they're at 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zumbroda, uh, off US 52, and their hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m., and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m., closed on Sundays, and... Uh, I just appreciate them supporting the podcast. Any kind of business that wants to do that is is good in my book. And they've always been real good to me. If I have a trouble, I can text Monir about anything. And they always do have uh, good prices, good variety. And I'll definitely buy my future Jeeps there for sure. So I hope you get a chance to check them out. Their website is ZombrotaCDJR.com. Their philosophy is simple. It's time-saving, hassle-free, and fair price. The BDO Club is one of my favorite places to hang out. I really appreciate them supporting the podcast as well. They got so much stuff going on down there. Uh, it's at the corner of B and Dale in Roseville, Satch St. Paul, Minnesota, I say. And uh, their motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is what I've found as the truth for sure. I brought all my friends down there. You can check out us doing podcasts down there. Uh, it's just a fun place to hang out and meet people. They have softball, bocce ball tournaments, Tuesday night chess society, pool table, live music. They have live music every Thursday and outdoor ones throughout the summer. Really good bar staff. And they got a new kitchen called Two Mixed Up. And that's EJ and Sophie have that. And it's really, really good food. It was once a food truck. And my favorite one is the chicken wrap there, but the burgers and everything else is just outstanding. And it, B-Dale is a nonprofit. You can listen back in some of my old podcasts to hear the history of the B-Dale. So they do a lot of fundraisers for things. They did uh, We did a mini golf fundraiser for Canine Inspired Change where I work, and I just really appreciate them supporting uh, this podcast. So uh, go check them out sometime and stop in for a cold one soon. This is Brian Johnson, and you're listening to the Minnesota Music Shakedown.
Sunday, August 21st, Sand Creek Brewing in Black River Falls will feature Brian Liggett, Lisa, and Tom Mangelson of the Swangos playing their flavor of instrumental surf, spy, and chicha music. The song you just heard was Shayla Shadows off their current album, Curious Tourist. Check them out at the Swangos Facebook page. Next up, listener questions. Hi, this is Jennifer calling from St. Paul, and my question is, how did you come up with the name Minnesota Music Shakedown? Jen from St. Paul. Thank you for the question. How I got the title Minnesota Music Shakedown was I was looking on Facebook and I believe I saw my friend Carlo posting a concert or a festival that featured Lamont Cranston. And it got me thinking of when Pat Hayes was on my podcast and he was telling great stories about Buddy Guy, Junior Wells, and all the old blues guys. And I was thinking about the song I like so much called Upper Mississippi Shakedown. And all of a sudden it just popped in my head Minnesota Music Shakedown. And actually the whole concept of the podcast just became clear to me right there. Spin some local music and just kind of make more of a variety of things and shake up my other podcast approach. And I guess that's the story of how the title came. And thank you for asking the question there, Jen. This is Macklemore Corey from Friendly Fridley. What are your top five all-time greatest guitar riffs? Macklemore Corey, my buddy. Thank you for the question. Friendly Fridley, that's outstanding, my friend. Uh, top five guitar riffs off the top of my head, I would say Back in Black, ACDC, Use Me, Bill Withers, Thank You, Sly and the Family Stone, Whole Lot of Love, Led Zeppelin, and one more, let me think, uh, Cocaine, Eric Clapton. This is Rich from Rochester. I have a quick question. What type of pedals do you use for your guitars in your live show? Rich from Rochester. Thank you for the question, my friend. My pedals I use on my live shows. I started my one-man band gimmick at the same time as my buddy Dave Burkhardt, I believe, many years ago. And we went to Guitar Center and picked up these red boss pedals that are called loop stations. And I just strum and play. When I'm singing, I'm playing guitar. I record it on the red loop station. And then hit it again, it plays the acoustic guitar back. I then I have this really big Takamini guitar I got straight from the factory in Japan, and I just crack the drum beat that's required of the song on that. Then the next pedal I have is a Boss octave pedal. And that makes it, I can dial it in so it sounds like a bass guitar. So I, I play the bass guitar riff, whatever goes with that. And then loop that, well, that goes in the loop too. And then I go to my a Boss reverb pedal, and I add little funky guitar chords. Um, really got into funk music the last year or two, so it's kind of like uh, Jimmy Nolan chords on top of pretty much everything I play, from Tom Petty to, to James Brown to freaking Judas Priest. And then when I loop all that together, I add this new pedal I got called the Wampfler a Wampfler pedal that has a three-band EQ on it, and you can I can kind of, since it's acoustic, there's a lot of variety of noises that pop all over, and I tried a Tube Screamer pedal, and that didn't work, but this Wampfler one, I can dial it in so it sounds like my favorite guitarist, like, I me mean, kind of, like, Billy Gibbons, Albert King, Toy Caldwell, stuff like that. 
Thanks for the questions, everybody. If you'd like to ask a question on the podcast, please leave a direct voice message of your question on any of my social media accounts. Bringing home the debut episode of the Minnesota Music Shakedown is my B-Dale Club Coorsies Drinking previous podcast guest, Courtney Yasmine, with the title track of her 2021 album Red Roses and Cowgirl Dreams. Check out her upcoming performances Monday, August 8th at Fringe Fest Bryant Lake Bowl Theater, Thursday, August 11th at 10,000 Drops Distillery in Faribault, and Wednesday, August 17th at Red Stag Lounge in Minneapolis. Go to CourtneyYesMine.com for more information. This has been the Minnesota Music Shakedown. If you'd like to toss a buck or two in the podcast tip jar, please go to patreon.com forward slash Mark Starry Music. If you like what I do, check out my website, markstarymusic.net. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time. I'm Dan Neal, and you're listening to the Minnesota Music Shakedown. Red roses and cowgirl dreams. It's been all Shoulder and you're only getting older. Get back up on your horse and ride. Head out into the open countryside. I dream of romance, I dream of true love, I dream of good times and blessings from above. I dream of bright is in